Welcome to Tax Day Tuesday, Susie. Thanks. Happy Tax Day. That's not right. Tacos were better than Tax Day, but but it is Tax Day if for for us here in the U.S. If if you make monies, you're supposed to have filed your income tax by today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bite my tongue about filing income taxes. Let's do that. It's not a pleasant uh, activity <laughs> at all. Bicycles are way more pleasant. What what's what's happening in our world that's more relevant and exciting than income tax day? Yes. So we love talking about our industry partners. And just last week, we emailed all the re- all of our retailers in the U.S. that HLC um, has opened a new distribution center in Texas. Outstanding. Yeah. So that is now live in our supplier sync setting. So you can see that warehouse. Um, great time to double check your supplier sync settings if you are on a local prof- local a local professional a local website package or a professional website package with us mm-hmm. um, if you already had the other HLC warehouses checked you will need to go in and select the Texas warehouse if you would like to display and sell and uh, possibly ship out of that warehouse yep and remember uh, you have supplier sync settings at local and it does influence the way some things display on your website, but you must be a professional to take advantage of the fulfillment or the drop shipping uh, option. So maybe a little reminder about how extensive our drop shipping services have become. Yes, it's it's so many now. Let's see if we can remember off the top of okay. our heads. So it's Trek, Specialized, mm-hmm. QBP, J&B, HLC. Mm-hmm. That's five, right? Yep, that's for the U.S. What about Canada? Canada, uh, live to play sports in HLC. Correct. Right. Yay. Yay. You you earned your taco for the day. Good, because I'm definitely (laughs) going to have taco. So that's big. Uh, And what that means is for for orders that come to your website, you can push a button and send those orders to one of those suppliers if you are one of those suppliers' customers. And they will pick, pack, and ship those orders on your behalf. So your customer, all they know is, holy smoke, this this bike shop has an amazingly diverse array of products for me to choose from. I have chosen from them, and I'm getting that product. So it makes it gives you some tools as a local retailer that typically aren't available to small retailers. It's it's really lets you punch way above your weight from a from a how to deliver product standpoint. And that's exciting. Yeah, absolutely. That's a nice way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we talked about taxes and punch and punching comes along with taxes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else? Um, one more, I guess one more thing with that, it, it, because you do have to be a pro. Mm-hmm. If you're already a smart retailing client, but not a professional, reach out to us because we've got some incentives to, to give you a chance to try that out without bearing the full price of that for a while to see if moving up to pro and taking advantage of the drop shipping for you. I don't see how it's not. I mean, one of the things we often hear with new retailers is they're a little worried about the logistics of shipping. Um, you know, I got to have boxes. I got to figure out postage. Well, with, with drop shipping, you don't really have to do a lot. You still manage the order, but you don't have to physically put things in the box with those. So if you're interested in that, uh, let us know. Give us a call at the client success team and we'll walk you through how that works. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Mark. Sure. Yeah. Also, another communication that went out last week i don't time is a wild concept it went out before now it went out before now (laughs) exactly uh we sent that electric bike survey out thank you so much for everyone who replied we got 
a ton of great replies, really good tips about how we can help support your business. Lots of good actionable items for us. So we will be multiple teams are taking action on the feedback that we got. Um, and we may be reaching out to a few of you just to maybe help give you a hand on some things, point you to some tools that you already have access to. Um, yeah, we'll keep you updated on some new assets and resources that we have rolling out as a result of all the information you all shared with us. That's very nice that we got good, solid and feedback and lots of it. We did. Yeah. And every once in a while, it's nice to kind of touch base with retailers and give them an easy way to share feedback. Um, we got some feedback around things that they're already capable of doing. So that's really nice ah. to be able just to reach out and say, yes, you can do that. Here you go. Outstanding. Yeah. Well, well yeah. it's a lot of moving parts in our system. Sometimes I mm-hmm. even find things and go, oh, I didn't know we had that or I forgot that was there. So that's good. It's good that we get an opportunity to make sure we point out those things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Speaking of, uh, while I was putting together the email for the HLC announcement, um, I got to mess around in the new settings menu. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I didn't search in the site manager, which I could have as a little cheat sheet, but I just wanted to make sure I knew where things were, were and I can point people there. Directly. Yeah, we made those so. big changes, and it's it's a pretty significant change. Everything's still there. It's just mm-hmm. a lot of things we moved off into settings, so that it kind of decluttered the navigation. There's there, like I said a minute ago, there's a lot of moving parts. So I, I'm like you, I'm still going to find it because I talk to a lot of retailers, and mm-hmm. I need to be able. I think I need to be able to say, "Go here, click, 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 click." But boy, that site search. If it's just me looking for something for me. I use the search in Site Manager because it's 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 a lot quicker. Yeah, absolutely. Good reminder. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of reminders, I feel like, you know, marketing kind of comes and goes. We hear retailers who are like, well, I'm busy, I don't need to market right now, or I'm slow, I need to ramp up marketing. So why is marketing important? And I feel like you have a little story for us, Mark. Well, I do. I think I think that it's easy, especially coming out of something like the COVID pandemic, where we heard a lot, why would I market? I can't I can't keep stuff in stock right now. Well, we're finding out right now why it was a good idea to continue your marketing even though um even though it was so busy you couldn't keep up. And the reason is it doesn't always stay that way. And I think it's a lot like uh training for being a cyclist. Mm-hmm. You you can't just Although some of us try occasionally, you can't just turn it on a month or two before an event <laughs> and expect to be ready. Even if you feel good and you right, feel Mark? strong, you have to go out and do the work. And marketing's the same way. So it's funny. I got a call this week from a retailer that I talk to often on sometimes just to catch up because we're uh, I used to be from that part of the country. And his question was, my traffic is down dramatically. Are you seeing that across the smart detailing ecosystem. And I said, well, you know, yes, traffic's off a bit. I think that's just the market conditions. Um, but you're down a lot. And I think that's down to the fact that you you really haven't been on the marketing train. We've got retailers that aren't down at all, and they're certainly not down in sales. And if they are down, it's a small amount compared to some that didn't do the work. So that's why marketing is important. It's because it, it can't really be turned off and on as easily as some people think you can. It's that consistent message that tells your existing customers that you're there and what you're there for. And it tells prospects that you hope to get as customers that you're there and what you're there for. The longer you're in it and the more consistent you consistently you apply the principles of marketing, 
the more effective it is and the less the less variation you will see as the market conditions fluctuate. That was very wordy. I apologize. <laughs> it was excellent. Excellent information. Um, I loved the writing analogy. I also think about marketing in the same way. I'm a mark I'm a marketer. I am a marketer. You are a marketer. <laughs> I'm a mountain biker. And it's all up sometimes it's all about carrying momentum. So you put in that yep. little bit of extra effort as you're coming, you're coming, you know, descending something to get you up over that next hill. And I think the look at marketing the same way. Absolutely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a good way to look at it. So we have Lots of things we can do to help with that. Don't Absolutely, we? we do. So maybe, maybe you're this. You're like this retailer that you were crazy busy during during the time that shall not be named, um, and uh, things have slowed down a bit. Maybe, maybe there's some tools to kind of kickstart that business, capitalize on your busy time. What would you recommend, Mark? Well, first of all, make sure your website's up to stuff. Uh, <laughs> yes. Best, best practices change a lot. You got to stay on top of that. There's got to be fresh content. But if you got those basics in place, I think one of the best things is we gained a lot of those customers over COVID. Mm-hmm. Whether you marketed or not, you got some new customers. What are you doing to reach out and connect with those folks? Because it's they're the easiest place to find people to come do business with you. It's people that already did business with you. Mm-hmm. So automated emails are awesome because it's just not physically possible to talk a few times a year to every person that comes and shops at your store, but you can let automations do that. So we've got tools for that. I think that's one of the best ways to to capture and maintain that business and stay top of mind with people that already purchased from you. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah, I love those. I think it's what it is truly one of the most powerful and engaging tools. Um, and it's kind of you set it up and you let it run. It's one of the very few things in our world that you truly can set and forget. Once you build those mm-hmm. automated campaigns, they will just run indefinitely, uh, very effectively, pick up anybody that should be in that that group and send those emails without you doing a thing. It's 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 a beautiful thing. Yeah, absolutely. So maybe in the description, we'll include a link. We have a, a really great page on our marketing website. Yes. That are some email tracks you can... Check them out. There's some great previews. Use it as inspiration or reach out for help and we can set those up for you. Yep. Uh, what about, you know, emailing, maybe like, like kind of like a newsletter style, um, promotional emails, what we call them, send them out to your full email list. I got some great tips from our in-house agenting agency team. Mm-hmm. Like what are folks talking about? Yeah. What are they talking about? <laughs> well, I love anything that is... Um, kind of community-based thing that's going to really reinforce the value as you as an expert in your community. Mm-hmm. Um, so things like group rides, are you are you starting up group rides again? Is there anything, maybe seasonal events to engage folks, um, help them kind of further uh, invest in this, in this awesome community that is the cycling community um, and get the most out of their bikes? And maybe I love another one is like, it's not always sales-oriented. It's really very value- um, oriented, but like give people some tips of where to ride. Where do you, mm-hmm. where does your staff ride? What's, what's favorite trails, yeah. great roads. Yeah. And I think that's a good point. You, you, you do want to be consistently reaching out, but, but don't beat their customer base over the head about sale, 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 sale. Yeah. Group rides are great. And, and it's a different, like you made the point, group rides are different than where to ride. 
So especially if you're in a tourist destination or, or a, a destination for cycling, make sure you've got content about where to go ride your bike. That's incredibly valuable for organic search and just to be valuable, a valuable part of the community. Those are great. And mm-hmm. um, the staff part, um, I think it's great. That's what happens in the store. Your staff is imparting their experience and wisdom to customers. Why not spread that out to the website and talk about not only where does the staff ride, but what kind of gear does the staff like? What's your favorite helmet? What's your favorite saddlebag? What's your favorite set of wheels? Yeah, I think one of the most powerful sales tools or something you hear is like, this is what I use. This is what I rely on. Um, I think that's invaluable. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, it still can be about sales. So I love anything that's like maybe top three best bike upgrades. Maybe if someone already bought a bike and now they're looking to do a little bit more, make it a little bit more comfy, personalize it a bit. What about trade-ins? Trade-ins are awesome, too. I think especially maybe there was someone that got into riding three years ago and now they've they've outgrown that bike Mm -hmm. uh, kind of capability or performance-wise. So that's a great one. Um. And I, you know, I'm still really partial to gravel bikes. I think this is, there's still so much that we can do with these bikes. It's a really hot category. Everyone is making great gravel bikes. But I think the general public could learn about how versatile these bikes are. And maybe this could be your, you could commute, you can do some mild single track, you can hit the road, you can hit, yeah, just. I agree. I I think versatility from a value standpoint is great. And in the years past with road bikes, it was hard to have a one bike does mm-hmm. it all thing. I think with gravel bikes, we can get a lot closer to having that one bike that can do a whole bunch of different things. Yeah, I'm I I, I have my first. Yes, promote that. I have my first real gravel bike. And I love just being like, hmm, that looks fun. I'm a turn and do I'm gonna check out this little trail. I'm gonna try out this road. Just a little adventure, a little adventure bicycle. I agree. But we've got a lot of content coming. Anytime there's a holiday coming, we've typically got library pages for that. One of the keys to success on a website is active maintenance and and having all these different topics and landing pages available as part of your subscription. There's no extra charge for those um, is one of the easiest ways to do that. And if you like that content and want to go deeper, we certainly have premium offerings as well, where we spend more time on writing copy and researching a particular topic like bike packing or you know whatever e-bikes or whatever that topic mm-hmm. might be well maybe I, I you know i get a little bonus content this week longer mm-hmm. than 10 minute tuesday it looks like it's going to be it's been a theme lately i know it's also i mean we got a lot going on there, uh, retailers have a lot going on weather is is warming up we'll be able to get outside and ride more consistently it gets us excited yes yes you get Mark and I talking about website maintenance and, and marketing. We could just, we I could just talk, tell you stories for days. But one, but eventually we'll get hungry. And last week <laughs> it was about donuts. Do you have any snack tips for us this week, Susie? Uh, not a, maybe not a necessarily snack tip, but I do have a question. Okay. Cake or cupcakes? Well, cakes are just very large cupcakes. <laughs> yeah, plus one for cake. <laughs> so I'll say, I'll say, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Although, being an icing fan or frosting fan, as we talked about, mm-hmm. uh, I do like the 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 frosting to cake ratio of a cupcake. Really? So okay, I was gonna say the opposite about cake. 
I oh. think the frosting to cake ratio on cake is better. Well, but the, but with the cupcake though, I I can adjust. So if there's not enough frosting, I just pull some of the the bottom of the cupcake off and dispose of it. It's it's easier oh. to adjust on the fly, I think, for the cupcake to get it the the proper my proper frosting to cake ratio. Mm, I am so I am thinking about a layered cake, and I feel like you put your fork where you want to eat it. Um, ooh, another fun oh a fun this is a real cupcake tip actually. You break off that top of the cupcake and you put it on top, on top and you make yeah. it a little sandwich. sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a plus. That'd be hard to do with the cake. Although, as you mentioned, layer cakes, isn't that what they're doing? Multi-layer sandwich. It's like a club cake sandwich, cake club sandwich. I don't think we're going to get to the bottom of this great topic today. So nope. <laughs> let's let's go eat some cake and we'll report back later. Sounds great. Happy Tuesday, Mark. Happy Tuesday, Susie.